Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spin FL. What is up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. We back, we back. Division around preview is here. Mm. Uh, the season is coming closer to a close. The playoffs have been exciting. And now mm. we bring in the teams that had bye weeks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when it gets spicy. Team right. had a week off, you know, to prepare and see what you got, and now beat your asses. Yeah. And they and they and the NFL they re do they re um, organize the yeah. It's not like college football basketball or a tournament like that where no, you're in a bracket. Lowest, this one they re uh, rank the you. The lowest over. the lowest seeded team will play the team uh, that had the bye week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they do some oh, reseeding. reseeding. Yeah, that's what it's called. I couldn't exactly. talk, man. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damn, man, my brain was uh, insurrected. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sedition in my brain. <laughs> I saw somebody said that, that uh, Americans are using the term sedition. That Martin, who produces our show, sometimes he said he yeah. tweeted that that Americans are using the term sedition as if they ever heard of it before last week. <laughs> That's so true, man. I never said sedition in my life. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote to him, well, it's only very recently that we stopped saying uh, residential sedition and started saying burglary. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> never heard this year before. We're the bro. kings of making up crazy shit like that, like friendly fire and yeah, uh, extraordinary rendition is one of my favorite <laughs> replacements for kidnapping. Uh, yeah, that's wow. a good one. Uh, that's good. But anyway, uh, we're ready to rock and roll. We got a little bit of news we want to go through before we pick, um, uh, flip and pick them, which yeah. is now razor thin lead by myself. I'm glad I used uh, the season to build up such a lead, only for yeah. it to vanish before my eyes. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Absolutely. some news. What we're gonna talk about a little news. One of my favorite news stories of the week. Uh, I forgot to mention before we started recording, but I and I also meant to mention it in the last episode. Um, one of my favorite stories this week is uh, look. I think the Browns are probably going to lose to uh, uh, to the Chiefs uh, this coming weekend. Spoiler that, alert. That being said, uh, I'm really enjoying watching them uh, trolling Juju Smith Schuster online. Oh, really? Uh, since the loss. Some of you might remember that prior to the Steelers-Browns game, uh, here I have Juju's quote right here. This is what he said before the game. He said, I think they're still the same Browns team I play every year. I think they're nameless gray faces. They have a couple of good players on their team, but at the end of the day, I don't know. The Browns is the Browns. <laughs> the Browns okay, is the so, Browns. <laughs> yeah, this guy uh, clearly had not learned his lesson. He went from dancing on logos uh 
to, you know, basically doing a, the same thing, but with words. Um, mm. Here's another here's another uh, buzzword for you. Bulletin board material. Exactly. And that's what they're <laughs> calling. Um, yeah. And this is obviously something that plays out in in all sports. Yeah. Um, it, I don't, so I, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying when the dancing on the logo thing was happening, uh, yeah. is that it was time for the coach to kind of have a sit down with him. Um, because some, I think there's like kind of this code that players need to live by. Yeah. Um, and this is something that seems to be a bit more of a problem in a sport like NFL football. Um, most of you know that I'm kind of a big hockey fan. Hockey season will be back. Uh, by the time you hear this, um, this is some shit that you just simply don't do in hockey, uh, because you're going to logo. Well, not only disrespecting the logo, but also just like using your words, saying anything that would give the other team, this kind of bulletin board material, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably going to get your ass kicked by your own teammates before you even get out of the locker room for doing shit like this in hockey. Oh, damn. Uh, so yeah, somebody needs to have a chat with this kid. Clearly, he's young. Uh, he's got some growing up to do. It'll be interesting to see how he comes back into it next year. Um, but it's been really fun to watch the the you know after the game the you know Baker Mayfield is like making fun of. They're all basically uh, using this the Browns is the Browns quote uh, as a rallying cry. Wow. Um, I would, as much as I think the Chiefs will beat the Browns this weekend, I guarantee you the Chiefs are, are, are terrified of the Browns right now. Like, I don't think anybody wants to play them right now, given what, given the actual tools that they have. uh, And I think people are probably more scared of Buffalo. No, you know what? After the Colts game, people are probably not as scared of Buffalo uh, and beating the Steelers like that. I just think that energy and that yeah, determination Browns, yeah. that comes from being doubted and counted out, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it means a lot yeah. uh, until until you lose, of course. That but, underdog spirit. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how it goes. But it's been very. That's been one of my favorite stories to see this week. Yeah, man. What else going on? Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, my boy Dan Quinn got a job. Uh, former <laughs> Falcon. Um, head coach has now been hired as a defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Um, frankly, it's not like, I don't care, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, fuck him. He's not a Falcon anymore. You sound like an ex, man. <laughs> mm. Fine. Go to the Cowboys. Whatever. Uh, 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 what do they have that I don't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he was always, he was always heralded as a good defensive coordinator. He was yeah. the wasn't he the orchestrator of the Legion of Boom? That is correct. Yeah, he was. so that's good. We talked about Legion of Boom uh, last episode with a, an origin story. Speaking of, send in your origin stories. Indeed, you can uh, email them to us at spinfelpod at gmail dot com or hit us up on uh, Instagram spinfelpod or you can hit me up on Twitter at John Fraud Van Dam. Some people have been DMing me their origin stories, or you can hit up Skiff on Twitter and never get it read. Uh, <laughs> well, you can hit me up on Jonathan's Twitter <laughs> because uh, it's not that I don't want you people to know my Twitter. It's just that I don't. I'm never on Twitter. No, I do no. have. You know, someone offered to pay me for my Twitter handle some time ago because, it, and then I, I said no. 
Uh, <laughs> wow. I don't remember what it was, but I had my Twitter handle is something similar to some kind of a festival in the States. Oh, okay. Or, or something, or at least the abbreviation of it anyway. And I was Your like, Twitter handle is Firefest 2017. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just I don't fuck with Twitter. I I, I can't yeah. I can't do it. But I'm regardless, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Hit up Skiff on Instagram. Skiff three thousand, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, hit him up. Hit me up on Instagram, Jonathan underscore Rollins. No matter what, just hit us up and give us your origin story. Everybody has an origin story how they became a fan of their team, and we just yeah. want to hear them and read them to everybody and put your business out there. We will say your first, last name, and social security number. So just send that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send us your home address. Yes. Uh, I got a friend. Uh, I don't know if you ever met my friend. He's a, well, I haven't met him either, but he's a Nigerian prince. Um, not to break. <laughs> and uh, emailed not me once. Yeah, gave him my bank info. So yeah. he's gonna, I'm going to be rich soon. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> um. But uh, there's also Bill Belichick is out here. We talked a little bit about the insurrection um, yeah. that happened uh, last week in uh, the Capitol. And uh, uh, in light of that, a lot of people jumping off the old Trump ship. Mm. Um, and uh, Bill Belichick, I don't know. Robert Kraft and Tom Brady have been associated with Tom with uh, uh, Trump as fans or supporters. So has Belichick. I'm Belichick sitting here as well. Okay. A, I'm sitting here looking at a picture of Bill Belichick at Donald Trump's inauguration. Okay. All right. Well. So, so there's that. <laughs> damn. Uh, did it, did it, did they go to the White House after? Yep. Winning? Yep. Yep. Belichick <clears throat> went. They did. So what's happening here is that Belichick was slated uh, to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom. When was that? I think he was supposed to get it on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And he's essentially... <laughs> they were still cleaning up the mess on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like it took a lot of courage to uh, to yeah. decide not to re receive this uh, Medal of Freedom. Uh, it basically says, recently I was offered the opportunity to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which I was flattered by out of respect for what the honor represents and admiration for past recipients. Subsequently, the tragic events of last week uh, occurred, and the decision has been made not to move forward with the award. He said the decision has been made. This feels like he's removing responsibility from himself. Yeah, it's a pretty cow for a guy who's known for being so bold. He's quite the coward in this press release, I would say. Yeah. He goes on to say, "Above all, I'm an American citizen with great reverence for our nation's value, freedom, and democracy." Uh, I know I also represent my family and the New England Patriots football team. One of the most rewarding things in my professional career took place in 2020 when through the great leadership within our team, conversations about social justice, equality, and human rights moved to the forefront and became actions, uh, continuing those efforts while remaining true to the people, team, and country I love outweigh the benefit of any individual reward. Um kind of uh, yeah i mean i don't know I, i'm split it's yeah. fair enough i think the words are a little too you know i don't know it's hard it, we we don't know what it's like to be him of course you have to choose your words carefully yeah um and it's but, not uh, like a straight up uh denunciation of Trump exactly and, you know. my only disappointment in this is that for a guy who's known for telling it like it is 
uh, and a guy who's known for being very short with his responses. Uh, he seemed to find a lot of words to dance around what <laughs> is really going on right here. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, so, man, the guy who tried to give me this medal incited a fucking insurrection. So yeah. I'm not down with that shit. Thanks. I'm on to so Cincinnati. Again, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so again, uh, I have the same words for him that I would have for Trump. Uh, which is, you know, if you think you deserve a cookie for this, uh, you have Drew to bake Brees. that. Yeah, you're gonna have to bake that shit yourself because. Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, or remember Drew Brees with that whole uh, thing, oh, with yeah. his slowest awakening ever. Look into my eyes. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your eyes. Yeah, fuck you and your eyes. <laughs> fuck you and your eye. <laughs> See where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a little history going to be made this weekend. Okay. Uh, this is a very interesting story. I never, well, it's never happened. So of course I've never read this. Uh, <laughs> that's why they call it history. Uh, Jared Veldher or Veldher, weird last name. Mm-hmm. Almost sounds Viking esque. I yeah. would say. Uh, we'll be making NFL history this week. Um, he is an offensive tackle who played for the Colts on Sunday against the Bills. Yeah. Season's uh, prior, over, huh? This season's yeah, over. Prior to playing that game, now this is a spe- I think it's special. I think the reason why this never happened is because, you know, they expanded the the ability to sort of extend ah. the rosters because of the COVID thing. So essentially this guy was on the Colts practice squad. He was called up to play in the game. They played, they lost, and then they sent him back to the practice squad. And so now that he's back on the practice mm. squad, the Packers have decided to sign him off of the Colts practice squad, and he will be playing uh, offensive tackle for the Green Bay Packers this weekend. That's After having good. lost with the ball uh, with Baltimore, I was called in the Baltimore Colts with the Indianapolis. Damn, how Colts. old are you? <laughs> I'm old, dude. I remember the Baltimore Colts. I really do. Oh, I, ha- I totally remember them. Uh, yeah. So th- that's never happened. You got the same dude playing for two teams, uh, two different teams in the playoffs. Wow, Weird. that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'd be cool. And there's a, I mean, going to the Packers too, man. That's he could win him a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's gonna get two cracks at it. He's taking uh, David Bakhtari's place, uh, which was kind of a big loss. For yeah, the man, the left tackle. He's a beast, that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think they were. I, I was really, I was a little worried about them until I saw him play last week, and now I think they're gonna be fine. So yeah. Anyway, so that's um. Yeah, that is, I don't know. There's other news out there, but that's about all I really. Yeah. Just to pay any attention. Matters. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, oh no, no, no. There's one more story. Yeah. Doug Peterson got fired. Oh yes, I forgot. What Shit. a shock. Hmm. I was shocked because it was. We said when he didn't play, when he took Hertz out, that he hmm. must have the job security. Like, he must have complete job security to do something like that. Yeah. That was something that we said that that, that when it happened. And uh, we were wrong. <laughs> uh, maybe he didn't have well, a sign-off on that shit. We well, thought it was a what? team I, thing, right? Didn't we say? Uh, I, don't know. I actually, here's what I think really happened. Um, I think that, okay, so, go, so going into that game, the Eagles organization had already stated that Doug Peterson was safe. He was not going to lose his job. Um, so given that, I think, I do think it was probably a team decision, um, 
to to lose this game or not I don't know if they were intentionally losing the game but anyway they I, I think they they I think it was a team decision including the ownership but the reaction that it got oh. specifically from the Eagles players mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember but we were yeah. we were telling you guys about how there were there were at least a handful of players who literally had to be physically restrained they were yeah. so angry about what had happened yeah. and I think that they probably put the ownership in a situation where they just had no choice. Yeah. Like, even though they probably would have said, you know what? And they're, and they're even saying now that that's not why he's being fired, which I think is bullshit. Of course. I mean, this guy won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah. Over the you know Patriots, I mean? which I love. I mean, he came in, uh, he came in and took a losing squad Mm-hmm. Gave Chip them a winning squad, season right? in their first season. Yeah. Won them a Super Bowl in their second season, yeah. uh, and they still got to the playoffs in his third season. And this year, obviously, was a shit show. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he had plenty of rope. But I think this situation really turned against him. And if you, it's one thing to like for the press to be out there kind of talking shit about you, but when you lose your locker room yeah. to the point that they need to be physically restrained, yeah, probably uh, like, it must have been somebody think, who's important like gonna be around at the team too that was pissed yeah someone who was like trade me right fucking now like yeah like i'm out for this guy yeah exactly yeah we talked about the importance of that too yeah uh, the, the the players knowing yeah we we touched on that uh when it <laughs> happened so this is uh this is when it's born out the the fruit is born yeah. out for all us to see uh he will definitely get another job though of course yeah. uh He's he's one of those fired coaches that will definitely get another job. You'll see him. He'll he'll be back. Yeah, he might get one of these vacancies that uh, everybody's like he could be in Atlanta. Uh, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just naming a team that needs a coach. Yeah. you could couldn't say Chargers. <laughs> he could be in Detroit. You had to say Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> it probably won't be Jacksonville because it looks like they're gonna go the Urban Meyer route. Which uh, uh, my brother convinced me that that's not gonna work. <laughs> Let's talk about yep. my brother about that. Eh, don't think it's nah. uh, your brother's funny. Uh, he's funny dude, man. He's a really funny what dude. About, uh, what was it? What did he say that that his wife came into the room and said that she liked the Saints uniform and he just immediately turned off the television. Yeah. <laughs> That shit was funny. Uh, said, that was the last. It was the last straw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's still trying to. She's still sitting there trying to figure out what, what did I say. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. Uh, uh, I laughed when I saw that. That uh, was great. Shout out to Jason. <laughs> funny guy. Uh, and uh, um, yeah, d- join the Spinoff Pod group, man. I can't say that enough. We have some fun in there. There's some fun shit going on in there. Yeah. And and check us out on Parlor. Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, what? Are we on Parlor? Yeah, man. We're on Parlor, man. We're over there. It's saying the things that you can't say on these other places, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All our football thoughts that we can't say nowadays because of PC media. <laughs> yeah. But Parlor is no more right about now. Yeah, fuck that place. Yeah, fuck the place. Anyway, uh, it's time for me to extend my lead and flip them and pick them. I'm really mm-hmm. I've seen the lineup of the games that we're gonna have to call and I'm really hoping that I get I win this coin toss. Yeah, the coin toss in the playoffs starts to take on the importance of like the coin toss in overtime. 
Yeah, man. Exactly. That's a great that. analogy. So uh, this is important, man. I thought you just put the quarter in your mouth. I was like, are you jinxing me, man? But it was, <laughs> was snooze. I'm doing some kind of like uh, Phil Necro knuckleball. I'm going to like lick the quarter. So <laughs> I know how to make it a heads. Mm-hmm. Before you even flip it up, I'm letting you know that this is on that listener that said it's always tails. I'm gonna call it tails now before you even flip the coin. I'm actually, I'm actually licking the tails off of the back end of the quarter. I'm just gonna. <laughs> You're licking it until it's a double-headed quarter. I replaced it with a chocolate quarter. I'm just gonna lick that off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm calling tails. It's on the listener. If I lose this, I'm done. That listener's getting kicked out of. Uh, uh, it's gonna get blocked. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Here we go. American quarter. Mm-hmm. There's your tails. There's your heads. Okay. I see. All right. Let's go. I feel like I have to show it to you every week. Just so you yeah, know. Yeah, man. Back. I appreciate you being a, an honorable person. Yeah, there we go. All right. Here we go. You already said tails. Yeah, so here man. we go. Flip. Let's go. I changed my mind. No. <laughs> it's tails. Yeah. It is heads. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm done with that <laughs> listener. I'm done with it every time. I'm just wrong every time, man. Oh, my. All right. What you got? That's got to hurt. Yeah, it hurts a lot to this week. You're going to win Flip and Pick 'em because of this shit. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll it's see. 10 points we'll each game, right? Yeah, 10 points in this round. You got all the uh, lopsided games, man. First game is Rams versus the Packers. Who knows? Maybe the Rams pull it out. Maybe that Arizona hot shot gets in there and uh, – <laughs> Shows uh, Aaron Rodgers who the real gunslinger is. I can't wait to see Ramsey versus Adams. Mm, that's true. That's true. Gonna that's be, a good point. That's going to be crazy. I just thought about that. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think about that either. That's a good one. Um, yeah. So I'm obviously taking the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, that might yeah. be a mistake there, man. Rams Don't try sh- to fuck Listen, man, you fucking, yeah, I, man, like I said, I say hey, this all the time. you gonna put 10 points hey, on it. Hey, I might be dumb, but I ain't stupid. I say that shit all the time. Come on now. All right. Okay. So you got the Packers. All right. Uh, Ravens versus Bills. Mm, that's a tricky one. Yeah, man. My heart is telling me Ravens. My mm. mind's telling me Bills. <laughs> I thought Josh Allen was fool's gold. Uh, we already said that was wrong. <laughs> Josh Allen's a fucking stud, man. Josh yeah. Allen was a stud, and now he is—he uh, was a potential stud, and then he got Stephon Diggs, and now he's a goddamn top mm-hmm. ten quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. And with that said, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. <laughs> I think the Ravens gonna pull out. I think, uh, yeah, uh, I was more impressed with the them than Buffalo this week. I agree, actually. I, this would have been a hard one to pick. Yeah, two um, weeks ago, I'd have been like, Bills all the way. I was, I even picked them to go to Super Bowl in our group. I would pick the Ravens. I would pick the Ravens defense over the Bills defense. Mm-hmm. And I think that if if this were up to me to pick, I, that's probably what I would. That's probably what would tip it over to the Ravens for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I might be wrong. Likely, I mean, there's, I right. won't be surprised if the Bills win. Right. I will be surprised if the Browns beat the Chiefs, which is our next game. Um, this, uh, I mean, as dumb as this sounds, I mean, I okay, I've said this before. I like both of these teams. Um, and I'm not really so much sucked into this whole 
force feeding of Baker Mayfield business. Mm. For me, this is more about um, my my man Nick Chubb, former Bulldog. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, w- I would love to see him keep doing what he's been doing. I would love to see him win. He's such a he he's such a soft spoken player. Like he doesn't he's not like a lot of these guys in the league who you hear like kind of bragging about themselves all the time. Like he just goes out there and does his fucking job and goes home. Where's the um, butt? Where's the butt? But it's just impossible <laughs> for me to imagine that the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. would would make as many mistakes as the Pittsburgh Steelers made in that first quarter mm. last week. Right. Uh, and, and put themselves, I mean, let's face it. The Browns played a great game last week, but the Steelers put themselves in a 28 to nothing hole. I do not expect the chiefs to do that. I do think the game could be close. I think the chiefs are going to have a hard time dealing with these running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I, it just seems stupid to bet against Patrick Mahomes. So I'm taking the chiefs. <laughs> okay. I was waiting. I was waiting, man. You could have shocked the world, man. I know. I know. I feel yeah, I think I the reason why I got so behind and flip them and pick them is because I do tend to go with my heart over my head, uh, and now I'm I'm not doing that. Yeah, so that's good. I want the Browns to win. I guess I have to say, yeah, I want them to win. You've had an awakening. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, maybe you're peaking at the right time. I peaked early in the season, in my mm. flip them pick them season, and you're peaking now when it when it matters. Exactly. That's what happened to Big Ben. He peaked too many times, you know, all that jerking <laughs> off. Uh, yep, he's, you know, he's peaking he in bathrooms, peeking at porn. He didn't have anything left in the barrel by the time it really mattered, you know. Yeah, so, that's true. Shooting blanks over there. <laughs> dog water. <laughs> Remember that? Shooting dog water. Dog water. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, last game is... Bucks versus the Saints. I'm gonna um I'm gonna stop bullshitting, man. I keep underestimating the Saints. And they're hmm. they're obviously I don't know, it's playoffs, score's gonna be a little lower, defense matters. And I think once you get uh there was one player that described Tom Brady as seeing ghosts. This was a while ago. He was early with this um saying seeing that Brady sees ghosts, but I think he's going to see some fucking ghosts this game and still getting antsy in the pocket uh, with that Saints mm. defense and make some mistakes. Uh, so I think the Saints are going to pull it out, actually. Mm. I'm going to go with the Saints over the Bucks. Nice. Bucks have a better uh, offense, but I think Saints defense is head and shoulders above uh, the Bucks, and uh, it's going to be that pass rush might be a problem. Saints have had their number all year. They played them twice and uh, beat them yeah. twice. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Damn, I, that makes me think Bucks now. <laughs> beating a team three times. NFC South showdown. It, this is a tough one for me to sort of uh, make. It, this would be a hard one. This is the main reason why I wanted to win the coin toss was because I just I don't know. I don't obviously as a Falcons fan, I don't want either one of these teams to win, yeah. uh, but one of them has to. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I am on record as hating the Bucks more than I hate the Saints. Yeah. Uh, so I think neither, but I, neither one of them will beat the Packers anyway. Or Rams. I think I, Rams or Packers, whichever one comes out of that is going to go to the Super Bowl. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I think uh, you're. I think you might be right, though. I think. I mean, Brady. 
as good as Brady looked last week, um, you know, this Saints defense, I agree with you, uh, is going to force him get to to get uncomfortable, to play under much more pressure. Yeah. You know, for as much as they talked about Chase Young going after Brady, that didn't really play out yeah. in that game as far as I read. Like I said, I slept through it and didn't watch it, but I read about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, a little different. And we'll go right to the origin story. Yeah, let's do it. Who we got? Damn, it's in Swedish. <laughs> to read through it. <laughs> it's a. To be fair, we we will accept origin stories in Swedish. We just need a little more preparation to get through them. Yeah, man. Maybe I should write translate <laughs> them to English and then write because I feel like I don't do justice to the Swedish one. The last one was Swedish too, and I feel like I kind of mm-hmm. didn't do justice. But anyway, here mm-hmm. we go. <laughs> All right, this uh this fan became a fan. When their father uh, was interested in football in the late '80s, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and he, um, wow, he even started a football, a local football team in 1988. Oh wow! Yeah, and he was interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And he was born into uh, Washington Redskins fandom. He wrote football team, but I'm gonna say Redskins because that's what they were. Right. Uh, and uh, he remember he has the world's smallest Dexter Manley jersey at home. <laughs> remember Dexter wow. Manley? Dexter Manley, Barely. fun fact, was in a celebrity boxing match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he fought. No, no, no. Because the fridge fought Manute Bowl. This shit came on Fox. Oh, I remember that. When the fridge fights Manute Bowl. I remember uh, that. Screech fought somebody. Screech from Saved by the Bell fought somebody. Oh, my God. I think he won, that's too. So, and that's uh, so funny. Dexter Manley fought somebody, too. And everybody was like, oh, shit, Dexter Manley. Uh, so that's out there somewhere. Interesting. Uh, maybe I'll put that on Patreon. If, uh. I, if I could find it. Or if I'm right, I could huh. be misremembering the, the player. But I remember Dexter Manley. My mom was a big fan of his. Like, yeah. His, it's my mom. I'll never forget my mom always singing uh, when when she's rooting for a defense. She was singing, sack that quarterback, sack that quarterback before every play. <laughs> That's my memory of my mom watching football. That's funny. Uh, he said he was close to switching teams when he was uh, eight years old, switching over to the Broncos mm. uh, because his father's friend um, – and the quarterback in their team um, from was uh, was from Denver, and mm. he gave them Denver Broncos merch, which kind of goes with my origin story of the Dolphins, how I became right. a Dolphins fan. I got merch from the owner of the Dolphins. So both of y'all is just suckers for some cool ass yeah, merch. Yeah, some free shit, man. Free shit works <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that was for for his birthday. He got a bunch of Broncos merch, and he almost switched. But then he uh, finally decided in two thousand three. That he was a Rams fan. Wait, hold on. This oh, dude his switched name's Adam. Again? Yeah, he switched. He again. switched again. Yeah, his name's Adam, by the way. Adam switched again. What turned him into a Rams fan? Marshall Falk was on the cover of Madden. Oh, and really? They were, and this was the uh, greatest show on Turf Days. That's true. Yeah, so Falk's on them. They were really good. Uh, greatest show on Turf. Kurt Warner. Um, he probably mm-hmm. didn't watch ESPN, but. Uh, Chris Berman, every whoa, whoa, and all of that shit on uh, <laughs> the highlights. Everybody liked him. Everybody liked him at the time, man. Oh yeah, 
so yeah, yeah, and Marshall Falk was a beast, man. And now he's a good. I like his analysis too on uh, NFL Network. I haven't seen. I don't know if he's still on there this year, but he he was really good on NFL Network. Uh, so there's that, and um, he thinks that things are are looking up for them because they kind of fell fell off after uh, 03. Um, mm. So, wow. While growing up, this is a cool thing. While growing up, his grandfather recorded NFL games on VHS from mm-hmm. German satellite TV. Oh, wow. Because uh, it didn't come on Swedish TV. Wow. <laughs> so, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's, that was pretty cool, man. Yeah, so shout out to Adam, the uh, Rams fan, hopefully for good, because we don't like that switching team shit here at NFL. You get what yeah. you're saying. We're both fans of uh, teams that are not that good or have not yeah. historically been that good. So yes. we know how to stick with a squad. So you Look, stick with your so squad, Adam. You, I mean, uh, yeah, of course. You stick with your squad, but then, of course, there's going to be other teams that you admire. Yeah. Uh, I like watching. It, I like, like you said, I like watching uh, watching the Browns. Yeah. I was loving uh, rooting for the Eagles when uh, when Mike Vick came back from his yep. jail sentence. That was fun to watch that team. Yeah, for sure. But ultimately, you got to stick with your squad. Yeah. Especially once you're – I mean, it's one thing to sort of switch teams throughout your childhood – um, especially if you don't have any real American base, you know what I mean? Yeah. For a lot of these people that listen, obviously they're Swedish, so it makes sense that they might switch more than once. Um, but now that you're a grown-ass man, <laughs> uh, you know, ain't no time to be switching. Ain't no time so, for that. Anybody got time for that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty good one. Yeah, he pretty also good. said it'd be nice if we... Uh... Talk about some Hall of Fame players that we like uh. Uh, sometime. But that's something that we could do in the offseason because we're going to be looking for shit to talk about NFL-related. So that would be fun to do a Hall of Fame series. Yeah. Speaking of things um, like Madden covers and whatnot that kind of suck people into the game, what was your take on this Nickelodeon broadcast? Uh, I thought it was, uh, the stuff I saw was pretty cool, the slime man and all that. I thought, I thought people were talking about, like, First, I went and checked on Nickelodeon. I was like, really? And I turned over to Nickelodeon. <laughs> and they were really, yeah. and then, uh, but I didn't hear much of, because the thing is, Nickelodeon announcers versus Tony Romo, who's the best in the game. I got to listen yeah. to Tony Romo. So I turned back yeah. to Tony Romo. He's the best. So I, think, I didn't uh, get that. I heard it was really good. The announcers were, were fun. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, uh, the, the most important thing when you're an announcer is to know your audience. Mm. Uh, and this was obviously specifically designed to make football seem more entertaining to a younger mm-hmm. audience. Um, and everything I've read um, in the days following is that it was a pretty big success. Like kids really dug it. Yeah. Um, so. If that's did they what do the goal sound was, effects? Then... <laughs> yeah, they did. They did sound effects. They had slime. They had a really weird looking, um, like the you know the that first down line. Mm-hmm. You know. The, oh yeah, I saw that. It. it was like a uh, orange with slime on it. Yeah, they that showed. Was cool. They they explained. They explained a lot of things. You know, they explained. It was like watching you know, football in Sweden. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> they explained a lot here. Football, yeah. And I thought, uh, what's his name? The guy who's on the NFL Network, Nate Burleson. He was quite good. Um, oh, it was him doing it. He was doing it. And he had some, you know, they did a lot of funny little explanations of like, you know, things like what it meant to be 
like if a quarterback is benched, he's like, it's like, you know, it's kind of like you've been grounded, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and you got to do all the dishes and you got to clean your room so that mom's not uh, mad at you anymore. I, I saw you. I saw on Twitter somebody said, uh, I'm waiting for Nate Burleson to explain how if this is a catch or not. <laughs> the kids. Well, I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> yeah, the funny uh, one of the funnier things too. I think somebody posted it on our Facebook page was that, you know, the Nickelodeon commentators were what doing whatever they were doing, and and on the field, uh, the the ref was explaining a penalty. And because there's no fans, you can hear everything they say, and you can hear one of the players go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, I mean, a very audible like f bomb dropped in the middle of this kid's program. You know, it was like, "Yikes!" They didn't like, do a delay. No, they didn't. Oh, I mean, you can on. hear it. You go on the Facebook page, you can see it. This guy posted the <laughs> the video of it. It's very funny. I was, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I mean, the kids probably heard it already anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, well, that's <laughs> it, man. We're looking forward to this uh, to this divisional round of playoffs. And uh, thanks so much for listening to Spinnerville. Like I said, send uh, send in your uh, origin stories. We want to hear more of how you became a fan of the team that you uh, root for. And um, and good luck to your team, as long as your team is not the uh, Buffalo Bills or the uh, Saints or the Bucks, right? I say yeah, fuck, fuck the Bills, but you're saying fuck the other teams, right? You're, you're a divisional. I rival. say fuck both of those teams. <laughs> fuck them both. I'm uh, going to be pissed no matter who wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's it for this episode, Spinner Fellas. Jonathan Rollins. Me, Sarah. And uh, we'll see you uh, next time, next week, with a recap of uh, this weekend's action. Peace. Later, y'all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.